Welcome to the Business Behind the Scene podcast with Francesca Moyn, where we talk all about real business problems, real solutions, and getting actual results in business. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome, everybody. Good to see you all. Now we are starting, there we go, the video, and we've got all of you here. Now, some of you are looking at me from there, and I need to sneeze on a live. I've never done this before. Amazing. The first time sneezing on a live. Love it. All right, everybody. Now, this is the FM business shortcuts that happen every single Monday morning. Welcome, and thank you. Everybody's like, bless you. Thank you. You guys are so cute. All right, here we go. Today, we are here talking about the seven common mistakes that people make with their clients. I find it fascinating how I teach people how to get more clients. I teach people how to get themselves on social media and get fully booked online and offline and get more clients. And I'm not just assuming that people just know how to nurture their clients and how to nurture their communities. And I'm just going ahead and thinking, oh, yeah, everybody's got it. And then, I find that there's so many mistakes people are making and they're not keeping the clients happy, right? What they're doing is that they just keep having new clients, have new clients, have new clients, and just keep concentrating on bringing new clients, which is always good. And a lot of us as business owners, that's how we start. We just know and get really good at getting new clients. And just that's what we keep doing. But guess what? And then we forget to do, to nurture them, to keep them happy to wow them, to get the momentum. And a lot of the time, that is a missing link to a successful business or a business that just goes super fast and then it dies, right? So what we want to do is that we want to make sure that we gain momentum by wowing the client so that we can keep the clients happy and get testimonials and get um, momentum. And then the clients will stay with us longer, longer, longer because they want to renew, they want to buy the next program, they want to keep going. So it's actually easier to get your clients to upgrade to the next levels, then keep trying to find new clients. So today, a lot of you are on. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I would love you to tell me which one do you think is your biggest problem? Or if you don't want to share which one is your biggest problem, biggest problem with your clients, which one is the biggest problem that people are doing with you when you have a service? So let's have a look what you guys think. What are facts? found that the biggest, the seven things, and then I'm going to go through one at a time, are number one is they don't have an onboarding process, right? They work so hard on getting clients through, work so hard to get the sale, and then when you get the sale, see you later. (laughs) Like, next. And then the client is like, "Uh, what just happened? What just happened? I just got all these money spent and nobody's nurturing me nobody's letting me know what's going on nobody is telling me what's my next step nobody's right there is no structure in place to actually get the clients feeling like they make the right decision we need to really understand our clients need to really understand the mindset behind buying and purchasing a product or service Clients will get like, oh my God, like, you know, you buy a new iPhone, you get to the store, you're so happy to get yourself your hands into a new iPhone, and then you go home, and then you need to set it up, 
and then you need to work it out and then you need to do all these things and you're gonna go like what did it do this iphone thing it was better to stay on samsung it was so much easier right so now the change is getting your head to think i made a mistake that's what your clients are doing about your product they're going home and they i just got half stuck in the hype of the event or of the call of the chat should never sign up uh see I, you don't want your clients to have that right that feeling of like oh maybe i shouldn't have signed up you don't want that so you want to create a really strong onboarding process that will wow your clients from the moment that you they got come in second mistake that people do too scattered way too scattered right so and as business owners i was guilty right first when i first started the business I was all over the place. People would meet with me and I'd be like, I'm late, I'm running late. Ah, ah, ah. And nothing that I would do would have a process or a procedure or a, a continuity. Everything was like scattered. I would do millions of things, but now and then I would finish, right? And I really want you to go through that. The other thing is they're not wowing the clients consistently, right? Some people have a great onboarding process. And then they just forget about the clients after one month. So that's it. That's it. You're, you're not an exciting client to me anymore. You're just baby. It's fine. I don't care. Like these people that tell me, I'm like, oh, wow, how long have you had the client? Oh, the client just paid me like a thousand bucks a month since forever. So it's not important. Maybe it's not important. That client is paying you a thousand dollars a month for like, you know, one session a month. Like, and it's not important. You're joking, right? I'm like, what if you just have. 30 of those clients, like, would you nurture them? Because now you're like spending an hour a day, you just consistently get $30,000 a month. So I would be quite happy with that, right? They have to do nothing else but that one session, right? I'd be quite happy with that, right? But the thing is, if you don't nurture that one client, you're not going to multiply that product. You're not going to get more of those. So you need to wow your clients consistently all the way through the journey, not just at the beginning or just in the middle or just when they complain. We need to really get them happy all the way through. Forget about them, right? So again, like, you know, um, you don't wow them and you completely forget about them. And that happened to me. Oh, God. That was so, when I, when I started to, like, let go of my products and send them to the team, um, one client was completely forgotten, right? The, nobody has followed up and it was, I was so embarrassed. I was like, OMG. That's why I put it in here because that's a huge one. Forgetting about your clients is like, no, 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 no. So I'm going to give you a process on how not to do that. Not for, not offering some support to your clients, right? So just sometimes people go, oh, I come up, I'll come up with this idea. How can I actually wow my clients? I can take them to the next level, but I'm going to charge them more. I go, why? They're already your clients. Why don't you just include it for them so that you're going to wow them and then you're going to take, you know, that offer for the next people and then you can put a price up. But for the current clients, just wow them, make them happy, right? not asking for testimonials and not asking for testimonials at the right time so we're going to talk about that because a lot of people have a lot of clients hey Tarion, how are you long time not seen um not asking for testimonial right your clients are there they're happy they're excited you have to leverage on that moment right that you that you give them a, a breakthrough you give them a high a moment or in that moment that's what you want to do and not asking for a referral. Your clients are going to be so happy and so proud 
to bring you more people if they're happy with you. If you've done all the other seven mistakes that people usually do, then people will be happy to actually uh, refer you and bring you people. So we need to do that more and more and more and more. So any of these you resonate with, I want to see it in the comments. I want to see you guys telling me about it. And we're getting a lot of views, I know, because there is the coronavirus around. A lot of people are in lockdown. So that's one of you. First and foremost, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of healing and lots of, um, you know, a beautiful energy and positive energy around you. If you too, this is a great place. Thank you, Steve. Um, that's a great place for you to fill your brain with positive stuff. Do not be home and quarantine yourself and then fill up your brain with news and negative shit and media and all that stuff. Forget about it and just get yourself into study mode. Look at if you're my, my client, you better be spending this time at home reading, studying, listening to my podcast, listening to everything that I've done because there is so much content in there for you to consume and I don't want you to consume negative stuff I'd rather you spending hours listening to my voice I don't know how you're going to handle it because that's quite painful but <laughs> hopefully you'll like it right here we go we're going to start with the first one best time ever to do that at the moment absolutely Rona right make the most out of it all right not having an onboarding process that is the first one right the first one that has happened to me and has happened to a lot of my clients and we don't want that to happen to you but what I just realized is that I need to go and plug my computer in because for some reason it was plugged in and now it's not. This is exactly what I'm doing. Steve, exactly. Amazing. Well done. I'm coming back. I'm just putting this on because for some reason it wasn't plugged in. There we go. Now I'm charging. Okay, sorry, you guys. See, I'm just doing things. All right, here we go. So you, oh, my God, you guys, I have created the best procedures and processes for my team. People are like, she just left the live. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. My computer was about to die, so I couldn't do that. And I thought it was plugging in, but it wasn't. So shush, it's fine. It's okay. Um, so you want to go into G Site. If you have a Google G Suite, you want to go inside G Suite, you get part of this. It's called G Site. Thank you, Tina. Here we go. Now you see the PowerPoint. Thank you for letting me know. So if you're watching on my any of my Facebook lives, you guys can watch, you can join the webinar. In the webinar, I've got a PowerPoint. And I really think it would be valuable for you to grab this PowerPoint. So go and click on the link that my team has put in there and come along in the webinar so that you can actually um, join me in and see the PowerPoint. So Step number one, create a process on G Site. G Site is my best friend. I love it, love it, love it, love it. What does that mean? G Site is the place where I can actually build procedures and processes and link them to the other pages. So I can say, okay, so for every, oh my God, you guys, for every single product, I created a product information page where I've got all the information that people need to know, all the FAQ, all the things people would ask. So if I get anybody new in the team, I will go, go and listen and read the um, inf information first about each product. So then you know what product we have and what much it costs, what, the, what is the goal with it, what is the FAQ, everything, right? Then I've got the second one, which is the front-end procedure. Too many businesses don't have a front-end procedure. What that, does that mean? A procedure that is from the customer point of view. 
not from your point of view, and it's actually the hardest one to create because your brain go back into, oh yeah, and then we need to do this. No, it's not you, it's your client. What is the client's next step? So as they find a post on Facebook, they click on the post on Facebook, they go in the, they're going to a landing page, and in the landing page, they click on this thing. And when they click on the thing, this thing pop up on the computer. And then when they click on that, then this thing happened, right? So literally like a procedure. And then once they, they sign up, then they get an email. And then the email will send it to the Facebook group. And then the Facebook group will ask them to um, to, in, to introduce themselves. So the, the product info procedure is priceless to get yourself um, into that, you know, so that you understand, oh my God, like from these email to this point of contact is nothing and it's like two weeks that is not good that's not going to keep the client engaged so you need to go all right maybe we need to add some point something there right so that is something that we as business owners a lot of time forget so the product info in front of procedure and then we have a back-end procedure and the back-end procedure is where you go okay so how do we make the front-end procedure happening so we need to do this first step to make these people going to the post. We need to post something, right, for people to go and see it. We need to create a landing page. We need to create a landing page that is connected to our bunch of to our email list. We need to create a series of emails for people, um, for clients that sign in. Right? So there's all the back end that we need to do to make the front end happening. Does it make sense? I love it and it's just the best. Work windows are very small with my grade one home too. I'm staying positive, however, productivity is backwards. It's okay, Linda. Keep it positive and keep listening to positive stuff. Even if it's not business, just put it on the background and have it going. Now that you have the procedures, you need to assign it to other people. Now, if you guys are running a business and you're still on your own, stop it. Get team members in place. Even if there are people um, on the Philippines or India or anywhere that you can actually get them to support you and they're not right there next to you, but they are online, priceless. A G Size, a web platform. And G Size Rona is inside of G or Google's, oh, what is it called? Google Suite. Yeah, it's inside of G Suite. Yeah, it's inside of G Suite. Um, Eric was like, G Suite is a, is a good one. I'm, I'm just follow. Um, so, yeah, so G Suite is where you get to find G Site. Um, when you literally click on finding your emails and stuff like that, you can find it in there. Or you can just Google G Site and you'll find it. Check tasks are done. So that's the other thing, like the people have tasks and things, but then nobody's following through. So you need to make sure that your team is doing now, when we talk about getting too scattered, that's when clients want to know what to do. They want to be told what to do. They want to be told that, you, you know, see that you have a system and they just want to follow it. They don't want to, like, try to find out. They want to have a simple system to follow. Do not ever, 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 ever let them down by canceling an event or canceling a meeting with them, ever. I mean, I'm going to say that again. Never, ever, ever, ever. And people tell me, oh, but that client will be fine with it. I'm like, no. You guys, you can see Eric from here. <laughs> Today's like, yeah, there you go. You guys are like, what is that? I know. It, it's, it was texting. Like, I know. It looks like a giant in my screen. Okay, there you go. It's gone. Um, do you ever cancel or reschedule a client? Stop it. Even if the client is okay with it, Stop it. Do not do that. Add, add, add as much value as possible and never, ever, 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 ever cancel an event. 
a shadow puppet show. I'm not going to tell him that because he's going to kill me if, if, if I call him a puppet. He's not a puppet, but that's okay. Be there for them. Be there for your clients. And now this is where there is a fine line. A lot of people say, oh, I need to be there for my clients and they walk themselves thin and then they break down, right? No, like you need to have a, a really fine line of going, right. this is what is included for you from the beginning, right? But that's the problem. Like you want to be there for your clients, but at the same time, you want to be making sure that you don't work just for one person because then you just lost your business, right? So you need to have some structure in place of going, this is what is expected. This is what you signed up to. Now, obviously, if you're in crisis, I'll be there for you. But if you're in crisis every day, then this is not what you signed up for, right? And so you gotta have some really good boundaries of going, I jump on a call with you, absolutely, if it fit in my schedule and I've got time. But the thing is, I'm there to support you and hold space and making sure that I understand what you need. And a lot of the time at the beginning, I would jump on a call because that would help me to understand the pattern and the journey. And what we do now when people are needing help, we send them into the, we've got three calls every single month, and sorry, every single week that they can jump on and ask questions. So obviously, like we've got enough support that you say, just jump on a call. And then if you can still get stuck, then reach out. Right? So you need to have things in place for the client to feel like they're supported, but you're not going to be able to um, do that. Now, you guys, I don't know if I'm going to finish the whole PowerPoint in another 15 minutes because this is a lot of value that I'm adding here. So I might have to split this into different one. Let's see how we go. So under promise and over deliver. I don't do that and I can't stand when I buy something that they over promise and under promise and over deliver. That's what I want them to do. And people do the opposite. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting confused myself. So you don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. You want to under-promise and over-deliver, right? So I'd rather say that. So I'd rather say at the beginning, these are your times. This is what it's expected. This is when, when you're going to get to talk to me. And then I'd rather over-deliver and, if I can, squeeze in times and talk to people, right? Not the other way around. Show some consistency. Clients are there and they're looking for you to be the rock. They're looking for you to be the person that they can lean on. If you are scattered and you are not consistent and you are all over the place, they're going to feel unsafe. It's like boyfriend and girlfriend, right? <laughs> a girlfriend and woman needs to, in, in a marriage or in a, in a relationship, a woman needs to be the supported and the man that is now watching um, needs to have that, you know, rock. They need to be the rock and the woman will flow around and go here and there and have so much fun and all of the things. And the man is there, is the rock, the consistency, the aesthetic is there. And so the woman feel like, oh, I've got someone that's got my back. The clients need to feel that you have their masculine energy of being a rock and be there for them and you've got their back. They need to feel safe. If a woman doesn't feel safe, there's not much relationship there. They're going to run. And that's the same. If a client doesn't feel safe, it's going to run. Better under promise and over deliver. Always, right? Always. Give them a structure on their expectations. So, Steve, you you are a rock. What's going on? Yes, absolutely. You you have to be that rock that rock that the clients are waiting for. Give them a structure on their expectation. What I mean about that, Steve, maybe I would explain it right. It's like in the river, there is a rock and the woman is like the water that we just flow and we flow and flow. And then the rock is the man, right? That is always there. So the woman can just 
you know, like change a little things, five different things, and the man is there. That, that's what. I'm but anyway, um, give them structure on their expectations. So this is what you're gonna expect. This is what happened at first. This is the second step. And at the end of each step, let them know what's next. Okay, now we're gonna see you on that thing. Now the next thing is this thing. So let them know what's next. How to wow your clients. So this is the thing that people don't do. Send them a gift. As soon as they join, as soon as they're participating in what you're doing, send them a gift. Make them feel that you are there, even if you're physically not there. Every single one of my clients get a gift sent into the mail, into their house. And that makes them feel like, oh, that is so nice. And that is done on purpose for that moment of going, holy shit, did you make the wrong decision, right? We welcome them in a community, right? Welcome call and also we welcome on a campaign and welcome in the community. So we say to everybody in the community, hey, this is our new friend, this is our new person in the community. And everybody goes, ah, welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. So now there's validation from everybody on the outside of going, oh, I must have made a right decision if all these crazy people are happy in here and they're welcoming me. They wouldn't say that if they were not happy. So I must have made the right decision, right? Yes, they were really nice surprises. Thank you, Steve. That's lovely that you enjoyed. The brand is actually really good. So, right, so you do a welcome call. Hey, welcome to the program. Well done. Good, good to have you here. Now, this is what the next step is. This is what we're doing next. So having that feeling that, that we have your back, we have created a system, and you just go through the system, and you've got this success is on the other side. So these people need to know that need to know that if your procedures are scattered, they're going to feel unsafe. Be in touch. <laughs> Be in touch. Don't just like, okay, the program is like, you know, at the beginning, this is what I did wrong. People were signing up to my two-day workshop. I, I didn't have an academy. It was just like a two-day workshop. And people was like, oh, fantastic. You're coming to the next one. Oh, no, I'll come back to May. I'll come to August. I'm like, okay, fantastic. Put into your calendar. And I just assumed that people are responsible for their own things and they're just gonna show up in August. And then in July, I'll be like, hey, I'll see you in one month. And they'll be like, for what? I'm like, what do you mean for what? You signed up six months ago to this course and it's coming up. Oh, I haven't, I, oh, I just, I haven't done anything since. Oh, don't worry about it, I'm not coming. I'm like, what? What do you mean you're coming? Oh, I was expecting 15 people, you can't come. And I would just freak out. And then I would start to be feeling like, not, not good enough, a fraud, you know, blaming myself, right? Because I didn't have a structure in place to keep people warm and engaged until the actual product will start. So you have to, you know, be in touch and have touch points. And it doesn't have to be one-on-one. -on -one. It doesn't have to be you personally calling them and, and, you know, getting in touch with them. It can be like, you know, another email or another sequence or another um, present on the mail or another webinar or something that will get them to feel like, Okay, this is still going, this is still happening, and so on. So you wanted to keep them happy and create a community around them so now it's not all on you. Now you don't have all this pressure. You've got other people that could support you in this. And obviously, as I said before, make them feel safe. Now a lot of people do forget about them, right? So forget about them. You want to put into the calendar that you've got to follow up with your clients. Don't just assume that you're going to remember, right? So when I first started and I didn't have many team members with me, I had in my calendar when people would sign up, I would just spend 
10 minutes in my calendar and putting a reminder that every month I will do a little message on Facebook or a little reach out going, how are you going? Have you done this? Have you done that? Right? And I would just create it and then it was done. It was sent in my calendar and then I would just get a reminder. I'd be like, oh yeah, I need to send that. And now, now I've got team members that do that, but at the beginning I had to do it all. And so I was just organized. Understand the customer emotional journey. You pretend that you are a client and you're going through your own program and let me know how you feel. <laughs> when I did that, I felt scattered. I felt, and still now, I always want to improve things. So I would just have a beautiful new team member um, with us that is now going to be going through the whole procedure. And because it's new, fresh eyes, someone from the outside, now it's going to be a great, great, great occasion for us to improve even more our systems for our clients and go, oh, look, this is what we do. What would you suggest? From a, from a client point of view, you're pretending to go through as a client. I heard that. Oh, I would be, I would be exhausted or I might be overwhelmed. Okay, well, what would we do now to make you feel less overwhelmed? Like being aware of your client journey. That's why I say your business is a 3D printer of your thoughts. If you don't understand mindset, you're not going to understand your clients. And if you don't understand your clients, you're not going to make, make them happy. That is for sure, right? So don't assume that they're happy. Like I've done that in the past. I was like, oh, that person is super cool. They were so happy when they sign up. They're fine. I don't need to like baby them. They're cool. That's, that's okay. And then those people will turn into the worst nightmare client, right? Because you know them, because they haven't felt love, because they haven't felt. So don't assume. Just reach out to everybody. Don't have like, oh, I need to reach out to this client because it's a painful one. But the other people, they're fine. No. No, you reach out to everybody in the same way. You create a method and it's the same for everybody. Don't pick and choose who you're going to nurture or who you don't. Have a list with all the clients and touch points. So we have a list on our table with all our clients and all the things that we need to do to make them happy. And everybody goes to the same exact list, touch points and everything. You guys are loving this? I can see that you're all in here. Amazing. All right. Of, people don't offer enough support. So your clients want more. This is something that I have done at the beginning. I had this two-day workshop and then I had nothing. And then people were like, they want more, they want more, they want more. So then I created the VIP program. And then from the VIP program, for the, it was a 12-month program, I completely deleted the first program thinking that's what the best for people. That was not just about $200,000 mistake. It was even more than that, you guys. Probably like a million dollars, this thing. Because people would not even jump in. They're like, oh, it's too high. It was too high of a level for them. They needed a stepping stone a program to just come and check me out and stalk me. Instead, they'd be like, no, if you want to work with me, just for 12 months. That wasn't too much for some people. And so they wouldn't do it. And so all those people, it would have been potentially not just a million dollars you know, in loss, but it would have been, actually, that's not a million dollar mistake. I'm going to have to do a podcast on that. My million dollar mistake. I love that. If anybody in my team is watching this, which I know, please write it down as my idea. Um, I know, right? So good. Rona, that was the biggest mistake, right? And so I removed the gold program altogether and I just allowed people to go to VIP because I genuinely thought that it was the best thing for them. But it wasn't just a million dollar error, it was a disaster from their point of view, right? It was a disaster from because I didn't help them. All these people that could have get help. By jumping into the first program, they didn't because of that. Now, you guys, time is up. So I will cover point five, six, and seven. A lot of people, the first thing I said is they're not 
um, have an onboarding process. So they don't know how to, you know, once people are done, they, they join the paid, what's next, right? You want to make sure that you want to do that. Um, we moved our four-hour workshop face-to-face -to, -face to online workshop, a real success today, seven um, book business builders loving it. Well done. Check you out, you guys. There's always a way. <laughs> I just dropped my phone. Now, this is like a disaster. This is like a disaster. This, um, this, you guys, I just dropped the other live and you guys just fell on your faces. I'm so sorry. What is this? I can't stop laughing. That was hilarious. And this is way too close to my face. But anyway, let's keep going. You don't have a video. Uh, the video looks like it's on. I think the internet is just not with me today. So here we go. They're not offering enough support to the client, and that's why we're going to uh, the onboarding process. you got to have a little bit of system behind what you do when you are onboarding a client. They're way too scattered, so they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to, you know, um, not cancel any client. You know, even now, I am 15 minutes delayed, but I'm still here. Even though I had technology problems, I could have just said, nah, let's just cancel it. This is not working today. I didn't do that. I just went, no, we are doing this. We are on fire. We are doing this. And so here I am still trying to balance everything out <laughs> because I don't have my um, normal technology today. But that's okay. I'm not giving up. I'm just a bit like a live I did on the weekend. Okay, Nicole, I'm glad that it's not just me. Right, so let's go back to it. So we're talking about really like under-promise and over-deliver and wow your clients, show some consistency to your clients and give them structure expectation. A lot of us are in business and we want to help clients and we just like keep going to the next person, the next person, the next person, and we don't nurture the people that we have. So you definitely want to nurture your clients and be not too scattered and wow them, right? So send them a gift, give them a welcome call, um, email campaign, be in touch, keep them happy and create a community where they feel safe, that we feel safe to share stuff. Um, we fell on our faces and with a little help and we get back up again. Exactly, Jamie. <laughs> Sounds like something else is going on in the world right now, right? Oh, dear Lord. I hope you guys are all okay, by the way. I didn't even um, I said that, but I truly hope that everybody is okay. Um, so this is something that I'm like, I'm really passionate about because so many people are like getting so many clients and then they're forgetting about them. They're not nurturing them. They're not looking after them. And if you do that, you're not going to be able to grow the business to the level that you can grow it to. So this is where I wanted to spend some time about some people forget about the clients. So you need to put on your calendar to follow up. So if you send up someone, then maybe you have in your calendar that every couple of weeks or every week you do a little check-in, a little Facebook message or a little message, SMS or a little phone call or whatever you know, depending on how many clients you have, whatever touch point you can have. Eventually, when your business grows enough, then you will do the same thing with your teams. Your team will be the one reaching out with your clients. Your team will be the one keeping on top of it, right? And then send your customer emotional journey 
as they committed, as they paid, as they've got um, to work with you, then they feel like excited and then straight away they feel like, oh my God, what did I just do? I shouldn't have spent that money, especially now that, that, you know, things are happening around the world. People want to pull out, people want to do things. But the thing is, this is more than ever is when they have to stay, when they have to invest, when they have to work with you. And so that emotional journey, you need to understand and what are you going to put in place to support them, to make them feel that you've got them. That's what people need. They need to feel like that you have got them. And a lot of us, we don't do that because we don't have someone that got us. And that's why for me it's super important to always have mentors and coaches and people that you can lean on so that you can be a rock for your clients. Because if you try to do it all by yourself, you can't do it. I am sorry. And uh, one person ages ago thought that I was saying, like, if you don't do it with me, you can't do it. That's not what I mean. It's like you need to find their coach, whatever, whoever that is. It doesn't just to be me. But you need to find a mentor or coach that you truly resonate with that you want them to help you and support you and keep you accountable. We all need that. I had a, a friend of mine that is a PT and was saying, I don't get it. Like, I can't get motivated to exercise. I'm like, well, you need a PT. PTs need PT. <laughs> right? Why don't you niche yourself as a personal trainer for trainers? Why not, right? For personal trainer for people that have already knowledge. That is something that we forget. We have so many people that need we need our own support so that we can be of support of our clients, right? Don't assume that the clients that were super happy in the beginning, they don't need help. A lot of us, we just look after the clients that are the loud, noisy one, the one that's complaining a lot, and we forget about the ones that don't complain. You want to you wanna nurture and look after everybody equally at the same place at the same time. Have a list with all the clients and touch points. So have a list with all the clients that you have, all the ones that are setting up, and then, yes, Nicole, the healers need to be healed too, a hundred million percent, absolutely. We all, the business coaches, marketing coaches need a marketing coach too, like, right? It's like we think that there are wedding bins where we do go, we do teach you to go from invisible to invincible, but you still need someone to support you and help you in that space, right? So you want to have a list with all your clients and all the touch points. So on this day, I'm going to connect with these people. On this day, we're not going to connect. Right, so touch point number one, touch point number two, touch point number three. Making sure that you actually go and reach out to the clients and really look after them and nurture them. Hey, Chloe, how are you? All right, so seven number five was offer more support. They want more to create the next level. This is something that I really didn't think was possible. I had a limiting belief in the past that my clients were spending enough money with me and I don't want to um, or keep upselling to them, right? I thought that, that was a bad thing, you know, you, you don't want to keep upselling them. Like, you know, when you come to this level, this is it. There's nothing else. And I thought it was a positive, right? And then I found out that people were disappointed there was another level. They wanted more. They wanted to go know that there is always another place to grow to. It's like when people start working with you, it's fascinating how at the beginning I thought they wanted certainty and they wanted to know that that position is going to be available for them for life. And then I realized that, no, people want to move forward. They want to the next level. They want to uh, learn what's after. They want to um, grow their expertise. They want to, there is always the next level. And so that's the same for your clients. Don't 
let them stay at that level that they're joining. You always need to have a, a bigger, a better place for them to go to. It's fascinating what happened in my business since I've created more levels. Add free help and then once you have worked out what they want, charge. So when I first started, I didn't understand what was the next level that they wanted. So I got a couple of really action taker clients and go, right, I'm going to help you to go to the next level of your business. And then while I was doing that for free, I was creating the next program. And then I launched the next program going, okay, we're done it for this person. We've got results for this person. Now we're ready to do it for you. And that really created um, a beautiful success for a lot of people. So next level should include one-on-one -on -one with you or the team. So we've done it that way and it works really well that you create a next level and then the next level um, will we'll have that extra support one-on-one -on -one. Um, and people love that. Uh, you can have with your team, with yourself. It doesn't need to be every week or every day, but you know we have a one-on-one -on -one every month and that really help people to stay on track. So don't just you, they don't have money to invest in the next program or in the next level with you because there is something that I've noticed. A lot of my uh, community, they have invested in me and then all of a sudden they are looking for the next thing. So they're buying from each other to look for the next thing, which is great. However, I, if I am the one that have done it and have done it the best and done it the most um, in the business because obviously of the results talk louder. That's your thing. Is why I say that. So actually the one created an extra program for them to learn the next thing, right? So the more technology thing or the systems behind the business or, or um, and landing pages or, you know, things that I have done or my team have done for me. So we can put like mini courses for people to get to um, buy for a very small price, but um, that will help them to stay in the community, right? It's not about me. I used to make it about me. I used to make it like, you know, I wanted to be seen like, oh, you know, Francisco doesn't upsell. That's just so good. Like why? That's not making. I'm I'm doing a disservice to two people. First and foremost, to myself because I can help, but I can be more useful for people. Why wouldn't I? And then second of all, to the client, well, probably first of all to the client that is like, hello, I, I'm I want to go to the next level. I'm ready. I want more. And I'd be like, no, you guys are not ready. Like, no. Like why? Why would I say that? Why would I do that for people? So that's what you want to do. Ask for testimonials. When you ask for testimonials, why you are with them, why they're warm, why they're there going, wow, this is really good, this is really working, right? Ask for testimonial when they are happy. And a lot of us, we ask for testimonial as a favor, right? Oh, can you please do this for me? It would be so nice that you do this for me. No, testimonial is not a favor to you. Testimonial is for them to pay it forward. They have had the biggest breakthrough in their life. They're so happy. They're so excited. Now it's your turn to give it back, right? Now, now because of your testimonial, other people that are in the same pain that you used to be can now get help too. They can find out that I exist. They probably don't even know that I exist. So I need you to tell them so that they can get help because there's someone out there that is in pain, that is suffering, and they don't know that there's a solution for them and they don't believe it from me. They need to hear from you because you're the one that got through it and did it and succeeded at it. So when you explain that away to your client, it's going to change your game. It's going to change everything because people are going to be like, wow, I get it. Like, I need to step up and be a leader now for the people that are stuck 
And so you can like really do it right then and then. Get them in the moment while they're having the breakthrough. Share the testimonial everywhere. Now that you have it, don't keep it for yourself. Share it everywhere, everywhere you can, and then transcribe it. And then you can put that into your website. You can put that into your emails. You can use those um, so much in so many ways. Now, the other thing is that people want to do for us, and sometimes we feel like bad, Oh, I don't want to do that for the client. Ask for the referral. Ask for them to actually bring you more clients because they all, the more we grow this community together, the more we all win. And we forget about that at times. Like as business owners, we just go, oh, you know, like I don't want to ask for that. Like I don't want my, my clients to feel like they have to. But no, like give them a generous affiliate commission for them to bring you more people because together – we all win and keep reminding them and make it easy for them, right? I write an email for them to promote you, write the content in the need for them to create all of that, create a video for, for them to use, right? They have things that they can use, in, you know, for them to go out there and, and refer you to other people. Don't just expect them to do it. Do it for them, make it easy so that they can go and spread the word. It's just so powerful when you do that. Um, you'll be able to start to get more and more and more and more clients uh, to do to to come along and bring more more business. No matter what they have paid, wow them. This is the other thing that people like are like, oh, but this client is paying much. I'm just gonna wow them. Like why? No matter what they pay, as soon as you become a client, no matter how much you pay, you need to wow them. You need to wow them so they want more, so they go to the next level, so that they, you can keep helping them. You want to keep wiring your clients so they're not going to keep staying in your business so that you can keep adding value um, to them like there is no tomorrow. This is something that I am so passionate about and I see too many people not succeed at it. Too many people are taking their clients for granted. Fine, you send up, boom, go, into the, go, go, into the, go with everybody else. No. And sometimes we do a favoritism. Oh, this client asked me for help. I'll just do an extra call with them. No, there's going to be like a structure in place that you help everybody equally at the same way, not that one person you help more, one person you have less because that person's reaching out to you more. You want to have like, if someone does reach out, then fine, you want to help them, that is okay, but then you need to implement it with everybody else, right? You need to go, okay, everybody, I have a new idea. I'm going to do this. Right, so like right now for my um, mafias, I've created a private podcast. I was talking to a client that was saying, you know, like I really struggle um, to to watch all the videos. Like there's so much content in the mafia. I really want to help. Uh, I want to, you know, I, I really want to watch it, but I don't have time to sit down in my my computer and listen to it. Like if I could just have it on my ears while I do things, while I clean the house, while I look after the kids, while I drive them everywhere. Right, if I could just have that, like you know, on the go. Can I have the mafia on the go? And I was like. Oh, wow, that's a great idea. Of course, I can create a private podcast and I just put all my content in there. So if you have time, go and watch it on the computer so you can watch a screen share if I want to share the screen. But anything else, you can actually hear it, like any business strategy, any coaching, anything like that, you can actually hear it and learn it. Fantastic, let's do it. So that, helping the one client, helped me now helping everybody else. But every time I want to find a way that when I help one client, then I create a structure and a procedure to help everybody else, right? I don't want to just help one person to people because then those people are going to be successful and everybody else is not, right? I want to help 
everybody. I want to help everywhere. So I want to find a procedure and a system that will wow everybody. Hello, Richard. How are you? Good to see you. A top fan. I didn't know you could do that. How are you a top fan? I love it, Richard. That is amazing. There's a new thing on Facebook now. Richard, did you press on top fan or did Facebook tell me that you're a top fan? I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> right. So this is something that, you know, do it. And remember, when you are a client of someone else's business, look what wows you, right? The little things, the littlest gesture are the one that you help you to wow your clients. So make sure that you do that, that you help them, that you support them, that you make them feel that they that you have their back. That's all they want. That's all your clients want. They want to feel loved. They want to feel you have their back. All right, guys, thank you. And again, sorry for all the craziness that were happening in the beginning of this today. It's crazy. This month is the, this week is the fifth Monday of the month. So I don't have a mafia um, chat with my clients. Usually 1130, I go uh, to the mafians and, you know, give more value and help them to go from invisible to invincible. But this is the month that I get to do other things. So now I've got an hour time that I get to record new videos for uh, anybody that has joined our half day workshop at the end of um, April that's going to be online now so another video to let everybody know uh, that that is still happening but it's going to be online so that that creates um, a little bit so those hours that you have in your calendar you can use it for other things and that's what we do in our business right you guys I hope you all stay safe um, stay in your home stay at home stay safe um, Hi, Jean. Love you all. Hopefully you're all okay. Um, and for anybody that has any team members or family members that are not well, send me your love. All right, you guys. Stay safe. Stay. I actually bought, oh, you guys, I bought a Pilates online um, program and I'm so excited. I did my first one this morning. It hurts. Let me tell you, it was crazy. So if you're not doing exercise, find a way to do it at home. There is always a way. Um, Facebook told them, Facebook gave them a badge. I love it. I love it that Facebook gives someone a badge. I love it. Let's see if I can get you guys to be that. Now, by the way, if you have missed out, I've got a podcast. Uh, it's business behind the scene uh, and it's going crazy. And I've got a special oh, in there. Give me, what was that? If you go in there, and give me uh, a review, um, you're going to get a chance to win um, my books and a one-on-one session with me. So the best review will win that. So go into my podcast and leave me a review in there in iTunes. you got to go in iTunes, find my business behind the scene, and I'll do that. Hey, Diane. Hey, Sam. Good to see you, ladies. And I'll see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you have to come check out the Entrepreneur's Abundance Mindset Mastermind. It's my monthly mastermind where you get to spend time with me, where we take all this material, we apply it, we study it, and so we can take your business to a whole new level. So just go to the Francesca Moy, the Meetup Queen Facebook business page, and then just send me a message and you'll be able to choose the option EAM Mastermind. I would love to have you join me there and I'll see you next week.